Oh hey, didn't see there. Welcome to Secondary Fermentation, episode number 71, and our final episode for the year 2023. Can you believe it, guys? Yeet, yeet. You can? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can that or it. she's celebrating the end of 2023. Yeah, that was really what I was doing. Uh, I see. Yeet. Uh, this is Joe, and as always, I am joined by... Elsie. And... Nick. Nikolaus. Nikolaus. He now changed his name. <laughs> <laughs> we... He's a Nick. Down, 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 house. <laughs> it's a busy Nick time house. of year for me. You know, St. Nick. I had, had a busy December 25th delivering yeah. <laughs> presents all around the world. One night. Impressive. Filling up So all much milk and cookies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You now have diabetes instantaneously. But we're back. We're here. Another episode, final episode of 2023. Thought we'd crack open a special beer to uh, celebrate the occasion. And we actually got one we've been sitting on for a little while here. When did we pick up this pack? Um, it is from Casita Brewing Company in Wilson, North Carolina. I feel like about a year we've had it, right? I, yeah, I think so. It feels like it's been about a year. Yeah, they were selling a promotional, like a special uh, four-pack of aged ales. And we've kind of held on to them for a little bit longer, so this one's been chilling for a bit. We've got their barrel-aged Edison Ale, uh, which is a Belgian triple-aged one-year and 12-year-old Elijah Craig bourbon barrels. Uh, Bottle-conditioned with honey. Uh, It's dedicated to the light of their lives, their daughter, Edison. (laughs) I don't think you are the light of their lives. (laughs) It's because they don't know me. One can hope. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But yeah, we've got this this bottle, a nice... uh, Big boy bottle, 11.5% ABV coming through. Uh, nice waxed cap with a, a matching, like, kind of golden little bit of a label. Let's go ahead and get this last one poured up here. I wanted to get some crispy pouring audio here. Can you hear that? Wow. Oh, yeah, you can hear that crispy Incredible. effervescence there. That just kind of gives you a hint of how bubbly mm-hmm. this beer is. Mm. I'm pouring. It kind of reminded me of, of champagne with that fizz that came up. Yeah. Really fitting for a conclusion to 2023 New Year's Eve-esque. Yeah. Yeah. And I not intended it to be that way. I was just like, oh, this is a good bottle we've got. We're sitting on here. Uh, let's go ahead and crack it. But yeah, beer come out dark. You know, honey, golden color, mm-hmm. appropriate for being appropriate. finished with honey. Uh, thin, wispy outer ring of foam that leaves a you know a short-lived lace on the edge of the glass, but those really tight, small bubbles that come with it. Lauren's head is almost completely gone. You yeah, I was about to say it was very now? short-lived over here. The beer's relatively clear as well. Uh, pretty see-through. Maybe a touch of haze, but nothing really crazy. Yeah, I feel like you don't often think about having beers other than stouts aged in bourbon barrels. So yeah. it's a refreshing change of pace to have something like this. Different base beer, and then with the conditioning of honey, I think that's going to be a really nice, complex beer. It smells on the nose also kind of reminiscent of some of that like champagne... Like it does. Bubbly, uh, like white wine, maybe. Yeah, that's what I was struggling to find what it ex- exactly reminded me of. Definitely a, a touch of booze on the nose as well. 
It's a little bit alcoholic sweetness. What is ABV? Did you say what it was? 11 and a half. Ooh. Ooh. Okay, so not terribly high, but it's a little bit elevated. No, but it does have a very like champagne-like smell and aroma. Oh, wow. A little sweeter than I expected. Huh. You can taste the barrel. Get some vanilla. That honey sweetness, I think, comes through. Mm-hmm. And it's got that bright effervescence, I think, that pops it up a notch. But it's got a more of a deeper, malty sweetness to it. Yeah, there's some kind of, like, spice that I'm picking up on, and I can't. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Something phenolic. Uh, but definitely a lot of vanilla coming through. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tons of like honey and vanilla. Almost an aftertaste is kind of similar to like, this will probably make a lot of people mad, but like candy corn. Kind of like that mellow cream. Because that's honey based. And it's like. Oh, is it? I didn't sugar. know that. Yeah. Well, some of it's like mainly sugar now, but there's honey in it and <clears throat> yeah also it doesn't leave a ton of that residual burn mm-hmm. from the alcohol which is nice no. on the finish it's finishes pretty smooth for being a barrel aged and for being 11 and a half percent yeah on the finish i can pick up that bourbon a little bit that kind of oaky yep. barrel flavor woody tones i think it's kind of interesting because this is like a lighter beer so having that finish it's kind of like a woody finish off that sweetness that you've got. It's almost like chewing on a, you know, chewing some sap off a tree or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, back in my day, I'd be chewing that sap off the tree. We didn't have sugar. We had to chew the sap off the damn trees. Yeah. Kids. <laughs> Kids these days. Drinking their sugar. I was trying to see if it like had a sticky kind of mouthfeel lingering. It it is like moderately bright, definitely a little bit of that effervescence, that bubbliness hitting through. It's not like aggressively carbonated or like crisp, but it does carry a lot of good character in terms of being bright, medium bodied, not too chewy. Also isn't like too drying either, which sometimes no. can be the case for a high ABV beer. Yeah. But it's, yeah, it's not like, it's actually a pretty easy drinker for the ABV in there. Mm-hmm. And the sugar content, too. It's quite good. I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. I wonder what it would have been like fresh from the barrel, because we've aged it an additional year. Yeah. Which maybe think, was the, the ticket there. I like it. I'm, I was wondering if you'd like it or not, because it's a Belgian triple mm-hmm. base, so. I don't love it. Yeah. But it's not but as I like Belgian-y. it. It's not as, yeah, it's not as like, what's the word? Jolting. Right there. Yeah. <laughs> Lauren's over here twitching as she's thinking of the it word. It doesn't instantly make me like turn my nose up. I think what happened, like you picked up some of that phenolic spice. I think it, this, those like phenol characters toned down over time in yeah. the barrel probably. I bet some were lost in the barrel and then maybe some toned down a little more. Um, in there, but I think the sweetness, so it's like kind of like a Belgian triple with the sweetness amplified, some woody tones on the finish, and then 
less of that phenolic spice. Yeah, I think this is a good option for somebody who's maybe not a huge fan of a Belgian triple, the flavor profile of that base, because it's got the the adjunct of the, the honey for some additional sweetness, and it's also been aged. And I think with that addition of the kind of oaky vanilla flavors, the amplified ABV and alcohol sweetness, it's kind of combated the typical, yeah, like phenolic and... I don't know the through the characteristic Belgian flavor. Mm-hmm. So if you're not a fan of that profile, like this changes it quite a bit while still maintaining some of the integrity of a Belgian triple. Yeah. It's definitely more mild. Well, more mild from a Belgian characteristic. It's not a mild beer yeah. by any means, but pretty good, pretty tasty, pretty drinkable. Uh, I think a, a great beer to finish. Well, I guess we'll have <laughs> one more later, but a yeah. great, great beer to finish out 2023 on the pond. I was going to say, I'm quite sure I'll have more beers before yeah. the end of the year. But nope, this is the last there. one. We've got one there. We've got all sorts of beers. We've got nope, this is the last beers. beer. No more beer. Last beer ever. Last beer ever. All right, I guess you know, I will say, LC and I were toying with the idea of doing a dry January. Ooh. We are, because we're doing a whole 30 January. Doing a whole 30? I don't know if I'm doing whole 30. Yes. Well, Lauren's you can to make your own food then. <laughs> I mean, I'll eat what we cook, but... Yes, and it'll be all there. I don't really subscribe to the whole whole thirty thing. Me mainly doing a dry January because I'm just so fat. <laughs> <laughs> I've gotten so fat these days, and then drinking a beer every day for that advent calendar. Oh yeah, because Lauren is not a fan of Hellas Lagers. In about there was a lot of those ninety percent of those beers in that. Oh, so you're calendar. doing most of the work. Yeah, yeah. Jen and I split most of them. I, we we have a few actually we haven't finished. Yeah. Um, Late only got one, left. one left. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I drank most of them. <laughs> it was nice that we kind of traded off because there were some days where it's like it just wasn't feasible to drink a beer for any reason. And so, you know, having a team because if, if it was just one of us running the, all that, like you'd be dedicated to doing a mm-hmm. beer every day in order to like properly <laughs> yeah. evaluate it. So. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, that was nice splitting it. Um, but for that, we can talk more about the Adamant Calendar in a minute, but I was going to say the dry January thing. So I was thinking we could uh, feature, maybe even diverge from NA beers and maybe even try some NA spirits. Oh, yeah. And the, and the episode's coming. So yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we just did a brewery tour at Tobacco Wood in Oxford, and we talked to the owners and brewer there. They actually were in the works about developing some more non-alcoholic options like they're going to do their first hop water coming up soon oh nice and i think they kind of were recognizing certain trends in the craft beer industry right now and there's a big demand for na options at breweries because people want that experience of socialization without maybe having to indulge in alcoholic drinks and so being able to drive home exactly (laughs) yeah it's like have a, a you know besides just having a water it's like here's a hop water option it's something we've brewed and so you feel like you're also, you know, yeah. contributing okay. to the business. That is a pretty cool thing. Like we went when the first time we went to um Edit. Edit had it too? Yeah, Edit. Hop- oh no no, no, no you're no, talking no. about down south. Yeah, um, I'm talking in Myrtle Beach. Uh New South New South. New south. Yeah. They had like a tap of water and then they had a tap of hop water, which mm-hmm. was like super cool. It was like and it was free, but then I bought like a twelve pack or something to go. Great for the beach hop water is yep. but that's something, you know, we could actually do is we could make a hop water. Yeah. It's not the most strenuous thing. Mm-hmm. That could be a fun little topic to do. Sick. Yeah. We should do it. We should do it. We should Hopper. make one and then we should try it. Yeah. And then we could talk about the experience. 
totally. spitballing here. But Just yeah, spitballing. But yeah, hot water's good. NA beer game is bumped up. I mean, last yeah. year we did some NA episodes before we revealed that Lauren was with child. But we tried some of the beers from Athletic, right? Yep. And then a couple other options we had picked, picked yeah. up too. Some of the tap rooms here have a good selection of NA beers as well. Nah, so, beer. Yeah. And, and and not New Anthem, because that's another NA yeah. beer. <laughs> yeah, NA beers. We're only drinking NA beers here. Yeah, so that, that, that's, that'll be coming in the works uh, for freshen up with uh, 2024 beginnings. We can see about that. Yeah, and the beer advent calendar. So we are fresh off finishing that calendar. Uh, it was the Costco's Brewers advent calendar. If you want to check out all the beers from there, uh, hit our Instagram. We posted a picture every day of them. Sometimes we maybe missed a day and posted two in one day. But uh, for the most part, we were on there every day slapping up a beer. So Nick and I uh, alternated, you know, who posted when. And so we got, you know, a variety of selections on there. This year, so I did this calendar a couple years back as well. Uh, I feel like this year the calendar was a little less varied in terms of styles that were in there. You know, we started off with like almost a week straight of hellish lockers. Yeah, it, <laughs> it was felt like, like hell, 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 hell. And yeah, it was. It was just like hell. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for somebody who doesn't like a hellas, yeah, yeah, it was hell. If you like lagers, that was a box for you. There was, you know, we hit some Meritsons, hit some Fest beers. Uh, there was a Rauk beer or Rauch beer. I don't know how you say it. Rauk beer, maybe smoked beer. There was a Bach. There were a couple Dunkelweitzes. Uh, there was one that was like, what was the Hollertau like hop cuvee or whatever? Yeah. It was like a noble hop pale ale kind of a thing. It was interesting. Yeah. And then they had that Imperial Pilsner, the Turbo Prop. Oh yeah. Turbo Prop, Imperial Pilsner. an interesting one. That uh, was in the original, the first box that I had oh. too. Yeah. You um, had a few repeats, but probably, it seemed like overall there was a lot of new yeah. additions. And there were some similar breweries that were in there. Um, like Kausel. I remember like having one from them. But last time it was not their uh, hell. It was a different beer. So there was quite a few, you know, yeah. pale lagers in there. And, like, because I remember the first box, uh, I had a German IPA. Uh, there were, like, like, a porter or two in there. Um, there was a stout in this one. And there was also a dark lager, too, that we had. But for the most part, it was, yeah. like, lager heavy with a couple ales in there, whereas I feel like last time it was a little bit more varied. Yeah. It was kind of nice, though, when you did get that surprise of a Fest beer or when they threw in that collab stout, which was the only stout of the... Yeah. I, I was not expecting a stout at all the entire month, so that was a, a big surprise. But it was nice to throw in those Fest beers. I really enjoyed those. But it's just kind of my, my jam anyway. Yeah. And if you want to check out, you know, there are some regional variances in it, too. So we've mentioned on here before, but our friend uh, Matt Griffo, straight from the Griff on Instagram, he posted some of his selections from it. And he actually had a few different, a few beers that were different from day to day for us. I had to sometimes double check with Nick and be like, hey, did I pick the right beer? Because I'm seeing a different one. That was interesting because I guess maybe based on certain regions they got different boxes or well not different boxes but just different days like some of the days were different but i don't know because we're kind of the east coast with yeah where matt is and so i imagine the other person that he referenced was in the same 
area. So I don't know how certain stores got what boxes, but it'd yeah. be kind of interesting if you and I had different ones, um, given that they were from the same store. Yeah, exactly. We bought them at the same time. Same time. Yeah. So, huh. But yeah, that was, I mean, it's a cool experience. It's fun to crack it open every day and see, you know, what's, what's in there. What are we going to be drinking? Oh yeah. That was a nice treat. Big cans too. They were the, like yeah, 500, 500 mil. mil cans. Yeah. So it's like kind of almost like two beers in one, I guess not really, but yeah. Beer found, and a half. You found the one kind of can that does not fit well in a frost buddy 2.0. <laughs> it fits about every other type of can or bottle, yeah. but a 500 mil can is too tall. So do we need a frost buddy 3.0? Ooh. Yeah, it sounds like it. If they don't have one, they should have a 3.0 that fits the 500 mil can. Okay, you need one for the, like those giant, like oh, gosh. twisted tees. Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Ice like the 24 lagers. ounce ones. Yeah. <laughs> Just the nasty, like, beers that you buy in singles from Walmart. <laughs> Can this fit a 40? Does this fit desperation? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yo, uh, my growler's not fitting in here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, my keg? <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hello. But, but yeah, so neat experience. Finish that baby up. Uh, and, you know, looking for it. I don't know if we'll do the Costco one next year. Maybe we can try one of the local ones mm-hmm. and see if there's another. Or we could even maybe curate maybe our I'll own. Maybe I'll curate one. Ooh, Elsie's curated pick. Mm-hmm. Elsie's pick of the month. <laughs> Elsie's. It would be Advent pick of the day. Daily pick of the month. Yeah. Picks of the month. Wow, 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 wow. And you have to guess what it is without even seeing it. <laughs> Every day. Every, Every day, day. You just rip all the labels off and we don't actually know what we had the whole time. It's just like. That would be interesting. They'd be like, oh, I forgot what that one was too. My bad. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, you, you could, in theory, cover the labels or tear them off or however it works best. Sometimes the cans have those like plastic wrapped labels where you can oh, just cut yeah. them off. Other times, if it's like the stickers, Spray you may have to kind of yeah, <laughs> paint over them or cover them with a piece yeah. of paper. Well, you could like cover them and then like reveal them later. Yeah. Yeah. Seems like a lot of work, but it'd be fun. Yeah, it would be kind of cool. Yeah, don't like promise me to it yet. Let's let's get to next year, then I'll let you know if I'm okay. going froggy. We'll ask you again about yeah. October. Yeah. Give you some time to Give curate. Give me some time, yeah. yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, so... Speaking of uh, next year, let's not talk about next year and talk about last year. <laughs> so uh, as you, you know, if you're an untapped user, you've probably uh, seen the notification actually a couple weeks back now. It's right. It came out kind of early, Yeah, I thought. Uh, but the untapped year in beer. The year in beer is here. Uh, this year sponsored by Stone as everything is labeled delicious or Sapporo if you... <laughs> If you listen to the <laughs> previous episodes, Lauren's favorite brewery, Stone. I'm not participating. Is it just because, you know, you went there and you're like, we went to this brewery. Uh, it was called, um, oh like, Stone. Stone. Nope. That was back before the, the Sapporo and, and litigation days. The litigation. Yeah. Litigation. No. Yeah, breathing. that was interesting to see Stone sponsor the year and beer, but. Yeah. But it's here. It's got kind of a cool retro like video game look to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so you log in, you slap your stuff. They start out. They give you the global stats. So we figured we, you know, we'd start there. If you haven't had a ch- chance to check it out, we'll kind of give a quick recap and maybe talk about some of the styles. But then we'll bust into our own uh, ratings and and whatnot here. So uh, 
<laughs> You're laughing at your own radio. Yeah, well, I just went down and I looked at stuff and... Womp womp. Yeah, womp 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 womp. <laughs> yeah, I'm really curious for Elsie's stats this year, given that she yeah. spent part of the year I pregnant sober. still. <laughs> yeah, Most of the year sober. <laughs> and she lost her token. Because <laughs> you, what, spent six, almost seven months of the year realistically probably like eight to nine no but i mean like of 2023 yeah you didn't have a drink until september like not i don't think i really did interesting i might have had one or two at low yeah i mean you had a couple here and there you weren't like yeah going ham but but anyway uh so first thing off average beer lover checked in 57 times in 2023. That seems kind of low. That does seem low. And and Elsie revealed to us earlier that she is below average. We already knew that. This but. is the only area that I'm below <laughs> average. <laughs> like to caveat, yes. Okay. Uh, okay. okay. Uh, in total, 104 million check-ins. I feel like that's also kind of low. Yeah. I feel like there'd be more than that, but maybe we just live in a world surrounded by beer. In our own heads. Yeah. Well, and to kind of foreshadow some of our stats, you know, we're indicative of these maybe de- decline. Decrease, yeah, decline in check-ins and activity, at least on the app. I wonder what it was last year. We should have looked into that because I can't remember. Yeah. Well, and unfortunately, you have to pay for the like, insider uh, premium yeah, membership yeah. to see kind of historical data <laughs> i got a notification that it's like you could have rated that beer on a 0.1 scale versus 0.25 <laughs> if you pay i'm like you could have done what that. is yeah i'm like what does one tenth of a bottle cap mean to me i don't know so it's not worth justifying no i mean even 0.5 is 0.25 is like almost too granular but yeah uh, of this, you know, 104 million check-ins there was 11.1 million people using the app so, pretty good. I mean, not not fantastic. Ten less than ten check-ins per person. Yeah. So, so some people are really listening. bringing that average down. Yeah. yeah. And some people, <laughs> and then there's people that are Sorry. blowing it up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, of toasts, which toasting, I really don't do too much. Could do it more. Um, I, I kind of find toasting like equivalent to like what poking was on Facebook. <laughs> Poke. I mean, even though it's more of a like function, it's almost kind of like, I don't know. Yeah. It, I feel like I tend to forget about the social media aspect of Untapped, where you can engage with people and you, you can, can like and comment. Well, you in most cases. Because I think, I think if you have certain privacy settings on, you can't comment on somebody's check-in unless you're friends with them. Oh, uh, okay. It may be the case also where you can't toast everybody's, but it, it, it's some kind of privacy setting where some people have it more public and you can yeah. toast a total stranger. Toast them all. Yeah, so 149.2 million toasts. Nick, why don't you take us away with the uh, the style leaderboard? I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure number one will be a huge surprise to everyone yeah. that no one will ever see coming. The, Probably number two, too. <laughs> yeah. Well, the uh, they list the top ten styles based on number of check-ins, and to probably no surprise, the IPA is still number one. They have that miles ahead of the next ranked style, which was a stout. Now, this one was kind of surprising to me, but also not that surprising. Stouts are, I think, more of a universally enjoyed beer. 
Uh, especially if you think about like export stouts, you know, barrel aged stouts this time of year, we just enjoyed a bunch of those. Yeah. And I think a lot of the ones that people are searching ticks for, you know, are like mm. the big tickers when I, Oh, I tried this yep. angry chair beer or I tried, you know, like you want to hit those, you know, I want to say one unique thing or interesting thing about this style leaderboard is they used a lot of leading zeros to make the numbers look very small. Yeah. Well, they didn't it's need because to use it's that like many. game. Like yeah. a game. Like a game, but yeah. still, it's like... High scores. It has a weird effect. They have like 11 digits, though, which is kind of weird. Yeah, like, there's not going to be that many. So IPA had, gosh, one, two, three... 31,025,142 yeah. check-ins. Yeah. And then the next closest one was 7,887,241. Yeah. Now, this, this is where it gets kind of close, because number three was the light logger. That one I probably would have <laughs> thought would have been... Two. I, I didn't think Same. it would take over IPA, but it was but not also, far behind Stout. Like, who's downloading Untapped and then checking check in, in like Bud Light? Me. Yeah, but also I wonder, because Light Lager really does become synonymous with like domestics yeah. in my mind. Because I've, I've checked in a ton of loggers and pilsners this year, but um, there's actually a separate category for some yeah. of those. So if you're checking in Light Lager, that's like specifically your Bud Light or your Bush Light. Yeah, and I feel like Pours, I feel like no one checks them in unless they're featured on Pilsnerish. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's those are the people that would be, uh, you know, Pilsner boy, Pilsner boys. Yeah, so Light Lager is at seven point seven three million, uh, not far behind the Stout. Number four was the Sour Ale at six point six four million check-ins. Then we have number five, the American Ale. Yeah, I'm curious about that one. That, like, how yeah. do they classify American Ale? Is that just like an American pale ale or I guess we could drill a little more into that style and see kind of that breakdown. Uh, That had 6.2 million check-ins. Number six was the Belgian strong ale. That one might be the most shocking of, well, one of the two most shocking on this list that it made the top 10. But again, Belgians, you know, European drinkers probably carrying a lot of that weight. I don't think Belgian strong ales are super common in the u.s anyway i mean as far as being like a highly yeah. consumed beer but you know this mm-hmm. is a worldwide app so that came in at just over five million check-ins total then number seven we have the pilsner so that includes some of the german pilsners i'm sure and then we've got check pills check pills you know a lot of uh a lot of different iterations of the pilsner and so separate from the light lager and that one comes in at 4.35 million check-ins. Number eight, the light hybrid beer. This one was a bit what is puzzling that? to me. I don't what think is there's... light hybrid beer? Certainly not a BJCP-esque uh, style, but... Yeah. Like, what know. does that mean? What is it? Yeah. Gotta figure mean? out what a light hybrid beer means, but that was at 3.75 million check-ins. I wonder if it's like the locale beers. You know what I'm saying? Could be light hybrid beer. Let's see if we get a quick hit on this. Jamie, well, Jamie, pull it up. <laughs> <laughs> well, Nick's looking at that. Number nine was uh, Belgian and French ale. So probably driven by the Belgians, I would assume there, at uh, 2.8 mil check-ins. And then number 10 was German wheat and rye beers. So your halves mm-hmm. and whatnot. Yep. Uh, coming in at 2.25 million check-ins. So, I mean, a major, major disparity between uh, IPAs, I mean, 31 million versus number two at 7.8 million. That is uh, mind-bottling. 
What so, is that from? What movie is that from? That's mind bottling. It bottles oh, your Anchorman, mind, right? <laughs> it's mind bottling. Yeah, it's like it bottles your mind. <laughs> um. So, just a quick search here from beerandbrewing.com talking about light hybrid beers. This apparently could include things such as the cream ale, the blonde ale, the American wheat beer. I guess in in theory, it's a lot of lighter beer styles that could contain elements of both ales and lagers, whether they're, it's kind of a a mix of like a hybrid of the yeast strains used or just a sort of a hybrid of, you know, a light beer with some kind of adjunct, but it's, you know, not really falling under another category. And so, yeah, I guess like a cream ale, blonde ale, those are pretty common. Those are popular. So it's not that big a surprise. If you consider those under that umbrella of being, you know, a light hybrid. So interesting stuff there. But yeah, I think that was a pretty big shock to see some of those styles in the top 10 compared to what we're, we're drinking. Yeah. So, I mean, and that's kind of where the uh, global stats end there is with the, the style thing. They have a, at the bottom the style quest where you can kind of... It's tap to play. Tap to play. Yeah, you tap to play. You basically check in certain styles um, to level up, get back. I don't really understand the point of it unless you're like... I'm going to win. You're going to... You know, I don't know what you get, but have you have you done it at all? I've checked in one beer on it. Oh. <laughs> I'm level three. I think I have... The American IPA, the Imperial Stout, and the Dark Lager. Okay. But there are, yeah, they have a, a Lambic Goose, a Fruit Sour, a Traditional Goza, Hazy IPA. I'm surprised I haven't gotten the Hazy IPA one yet. Yeah, I hit the Hazy because we went to Local Oak. Uh, oh, right. You guys just did that. Yeah, I need to go there. It was the first time I've been there in like months. Probably had the a lot of beers to check was in. Like new. Yeah, yeah, I didn't get to drink hardly enough. Ooh, they have a hard seltzer on here. Dark lager, American IPA, double IPA. But yeah, you can yeah. hit the style quest. You can you can jump through and go in there. But uh, next up is our stats. Elsie, you were below average. You told us below average. Yep. How low do you think I went? Twenty-eight. Uh, average for everyone was fifty-seven. Just a reminder. I'm gonna say. 39. Close. It was 36. 36. Um, it was a change of a decrease of 265. <laughs> wow. So, what were you, pregnant? <laughs> so significantly less than last year. You know, mine also was a massive decrease from last year. Uh, I came in with only 252 check-ins this year. Hmm. And uh, that's a decrease of 200 Wow. Apparently, Elsie's drinking habits affect mine. <laughs> That's funny how that works. I also had a big change or a, a decline, if you will. So my total check-ins this year, 556, <laughs> which is still helping to, yeah. to, to boost the average number. But that was a change of negative 236 from the year prior. I was Dang. at 792 in, in 2022. Oh and I was talking to Jen about this, and I was like, how was that much different? And I realized... 2022, I think we had at least two, if not three, beer festivals with unlimited tasters. Oh, yeah. Mm. Well, uh, unlimited to a degree, uh, within reason. Yeah. Until you died. But like, when you get like <laughs> <Your own limits. laughs> 40 to 50 you know, 
two ounce pours, which is still a lot of beer, but it, I mean, it helps boost your stats tremendously yeah. when you do that. Yeah. Well, uh, I guess we kind of skipped over, you know, what, what was your number one beer, your top rated beer? So a little bit of recency here with us doing the bourbon County brand stout vertical tasting, but that was my top, top rated beer was the 2021, but it also tied with the 2023. So those two were kind of rounding in my top five of check-ins for wow. this year. Nice. I didn't check any of those in. <clears throat> my wow. stats, Your stats are, are not hurting. accurate. Yeah. I bet you there's more that you probably Mine are about. also yeah. not because I've been horrible about checking beers in this year I too. I just realized that, yeah. Whoops. Like I just checked in the other day a beer that we had from the podcast. Like, oh, shoot, I had this. Later check-in. Uh, my top rated beer it was we were we were together nick we were in Asheville, north carolina a dissolver it was not dissolver oh. burial burial mm. uh, the beer was titled to find your freedom within the cosmos oh a very burial beer that is oh yeah was that <laughs> my birthday one. weekend okay we were i was in town for your birthday you were working we had to go to the concert very important stuff Ooh. mine was you bring a rock star from local oak oh wow okay yeah i rated that uh 4.75 Ooh, i actually I really enjoyed wow. that beer for some yeah. reason that was good that was my top rated is only 4.5 same i didn't have any 4.75 i remember tasting it i think that's how good it was it was like mm. i don't know why i just really like yeah. that beer it might have been like the whole vibe you know how sometimes like your vibe affects oh, it the, the like, vibe is important yeah it's chilling but it was good yeah, I had several 4.5s, but... Me too. None that were, I guess, like, really stood out from the other. Yeah, Bourbon County brand 2023 was my number two. Uh, also, a two, I'm hitting two burial beers in my top five. Uh, Profits of the Worlds Beyond Us was number four. It must have been the vibe of the day. Uh, number three for me was Pseudo Sue by Toppling Goliath. Ooh, nice. And then number five was Wookie Jack. Firestone Walker. Wookie Jack. Shout out kind Firestone Walker. Also shout out Topwing Goliath, Iowa Brewery. Yeah, actually I just recently had a pseudo Sioux variant. It was a it was a hazy, but it was like a, an Imperial hazy. Ah. Super good. I think anything from Topwing Goliath that's in like the pseudo Sioux family has been a, a what do they call that a a knock out of the park or they knocked it out of the park. Yeah, yeah, uh, they knocked it out of the park. Yeah, but it was a home run. It was a home run. It was a touchdown. <laughs> it was a touchdown. It was a grand slam. Yeah, and surprisingly, like I was thinking about like what beers I could recall this year that just really stood out to me, and you know, obviously there's good stuff from Hot Fly that we get all the time. Local Oak here in Winterville, North Carolina, makes some good stuff. Had some really high check-ins from just down the road from them, uh, Naughty Dog. They had some some good beers this year. New Anthem, of course, is a big one. But surprisingly, I found myself recently thinking of one beer, and it was a Winter Lager from Six Ooh. Point. It's their Wintry Fix. Mm. It is probably the best like Winter Lager or any kind of winter themed. It's not a winter warmer per se, but it does have those same spices and like orange peel, all that kind of uh, almost like a a mold wine or like a cranberry sauce kind of ingredient list into your, your base beer. But 
it was everything was done subtly and it was just a really really nice winter lager and i think i gave it 4.25 but i'm kind of kicking myself and rate it higher um but yeah that's a really good one if you still have a chance to get that i don't know how long it'll be on the the shelves given that it were kind of winding down with yeah christmas season time. Lauren, what were your top five out of your 36? Uh, I'm going to scroll back up. Um, all right. You Bring a Rockstar was 4.5. Also, another one from Local Oak, Doomsday Machine. I gave it a 4.5. Okay, that was a good one. GCIPA version 3 from Untitled Art gave it a 4.25. I don't remember that one. Um, Sway from Crooked Hammock. I gave it a 4.25. Ooh, Crooked Hammock. Sway. Blooper reel from Edit Burial or Edit Beer Co. Edit. Um, give no, it a four think, you know, Edit I think is is great. You mm-hmm. know, have you you been there? Yeah, we did go there. It's a good vibe. What else do you have? Did I cut you off on before you finish your end? Okay. That was the last one. Edit. Okay. What was your bottom three? <laughs> I'm not at liberty to discuss. Oh really? See, I I can because I I'm not, I can't I'm, too. <laughs> I'm not afraid of offending. These are large breweries that. Will, okay. Yeah. Uh, my lowest actually was. Dead Guy see. Pilsner from Rogue Ales. Dang. I had it at Jack Brown's here in town, and I actually, this is one of the only times I've gone back and changed my rating, and I made it lower. <laughs> because I took it, the first no sips way. of it, and it was like, eh, this is kind of weird. It's got some kind of weird off flavor. But then I kept smelling it just from outside the can. Like, if you got close enough, you get a whiff, and it was like, everyone would agree that it just smelled like a, a dirty diaper. Really? It was foul. Oh, gosh. Um, and then every, the each beer. sip was just hard to get through. And I was like, I don't know what happened. I think it got infected or something. Yeah. I would probably give it another chance because, I, you know, Rogue is a good brewery. Yeah. But they really lost me on that dead guy Pilsner. Hmm. So that was my it lowest, was actually... actually. And that fell below Pacifico, <laughs> Clara, and Dos Equis Amber. <laughs> so those were, you know, those are expected to be low ratings, but. What was it, it actually? It was from a dead guy. <laughs> That's what it was foul. It was a dead guy. It was literally dead guy juices. Yeah. It smelled a little bit yeah. like a rotting corpse. Yeah. I mean, Pacifico, Dos Equis, I mean, not to be unexpected. Mm. Uh, I think my lowest number three, uh, I had, uh, you know, hams. Oh, hams. Oh, hams. I, I had that it. at one of the local restaurants. I gave it a three. I mean, it was fine. Did you have it at I don't native? remember it being disgusted. Yeah. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> it's also the cheapest beer on the menu. I was menu like, oh, yes, that's a hams. Big can, yeah. Yeah. Well, there used to be hams in Greenville, allegedly. But that was a restaurant. That was kind of like a restaurant brewery. Yeah. Yeah. But okay, so there's ham and then Labatt Blue Light. I like me some <laughs> Blue Light, but uh, I rated it a three. Gotta be fair. And then number, you know, my last, my lowest, uh, you know, forget about these uh, was Cheerwine Ale. From oh. <laughs> I just did not like yeah. their cheer, their alcoholic Cheerwine. I it that, very medicinal and. I don't like, think I ever good. had that because I think. You can yeah, still get it. it. I think they're don't selling it forever. Because <laughs> some people do enjoy it, and so it'll be around. Were any of yours able to be said, or are you not at liberty? Let me see, and I'll tell you if you're fine to disclose. Um, South to Somewhere from Cooked Hammock, I gave it a 3.5. Okay. Let me see your other ones there. That's okay, because you had one of theirs in your top, so it's mm-hmm. not like you don't. Balances out. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, like, this isn't one of the categories for the year in beer, but um, like I said, do you guys have any notable breweries that you visited this year that maybe was your first time or could have been a subsequent visit, but just breweries that stood out to you from 2023 as far as like actually visiting? Oh boy. Probably was not as many for y'all since you had yeah you know the pregnancy and all that. 
had the baby. I think Edit Beer was an, a nice new discovery this year. Yeah, we went when I was pregnant there. Yeah. We went when we were pregnant. We went on my birthday again, too. And I mean, just both times, oh, yeah. like consistently good beer. You uh, know, I went to Ancillary Fermentation, too. Yeah, we yeah. did. Ancillary is pretty cool. That's like, a cool spot. I just yeah. love the the old bank that was renovated to be a, a brewery slash tap room. I think yeah. it's such a cool concept. Yeah, it was. And they left it like a bank, too. Yeah. Like, that was the cool thing. <laughs> Just like drinking beer in a conference room. <laughs> yeah. You're like, Tell me about those numbers, Johnson. Tell me those. <laughs> <laughs> Have them on my desk by Monday. Yeah. And, and the, we went to some of the same ones. We went to Crooked Hammock also in Myrtle yeah. Beach. And that was a cool trip. They have some good vibes there. And then, like, we did a little tour of that area. Unless you forget your ID. Oh, and then you yeah, can Yeah, they go. wouldn't serve me, even yeah. with the baby. That's a bummer. They're like, mm, sorry. The ALE is going to be out this weekend because it was Labor Day weekend. And I was just like, Bruh, I'm in my annoying. 30s. <laughs> I'm literally 34 years old. Really? I got carded the other night at Did Sub Dogs. <laughs> I'm like, I'm old. I have a baby. <laughs> In a bar. I mean, a baby you doesn't really to be mean 21 to be. Yeah. I know, but did they not see the wrinkles in my forehead? I'm old. <laughs> yeah. I didn't get carded, but you did. And I feel like I look pretty young most of the time. You didn't order anything at Subdogs. Oh, I didn't. That's right. Uh, <laughs> I got a water. Oh. I didn't get carded for a water. I mean, come on. That's right. I didn't order anything. Never mind. My you pride don't is You want to see my gone. ID? Come on. Look at my ID. Come on, eh? Ooh, the other one that was really fun was the Chico, California... Sierra Nevada, uh, yeah, good time there. It was nice just to to kind of compare that with the the one in Mills River, North Carolina. Very different, but also some similarities where you're like you're feeling like, oh, this looks just like this part of the other brewery, but then like size, everything else is like very different, yeah, and like location too. The Chico one's just like on this busy road, and you like pull off into a parking lot, whereas Mills River is just literally. A winding road up to its own yeah. private parking lot, and it's like off the beaten trail. Yeah, it's like its own little like compound. So I don't know. I, I don't think this is going to be a change for me because my average rating seems to be pretty consistent year to year. Like my overall average rating on my profile is three point eight eight. I think it used to be like three point eight seven. Maybe at one point it was three point eight nine. So I'm really right around that range. But apparently last year my average is three point eight six. So I was. A little bit harsher than usual. <laughs> Does it tell you? I didn't. Mine. I, didn't I don't see, see where mine oh, says it. It's under my check-ins part of the year in beer. It's like oh wait, has the number for the year your check-ins by my, day? My old one. Oh, I just looked at my profile. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you I looked at your my profile. My average rating. Yeah, just my average, like overall. My average across is a all years. three nine five. Yeah, my average rating for this past year was a three nine four, which I'm getting kind of soft with my reviews. <laughs> But I mean, also, like, at the same time, I've come to the realization of, like, you know, I'm never, I don't give out many fives. When am I going to give a five? Yeah. You know, it's tough to give out anything over a 4.5 for me because I feel like we're talking on, we're, we're walking on territory of beers being, like, I've got to stock my fridge. I've got to tell everybody about this beer. Yeah. And yeah. There's not well, a lot like of beers, beers anymore. Remember, that, like the uh, whatever the yeah. hell in the cosmos from Barry. Yeah, like, <laughs> like I remember, remember drinking that right beer. That. <laughs> uh, the name is so long; I don't remember the name, but uh, you know. Yeah, but that beer and that experience. Yeah, three nine four. My most check-in day was Saturday. It's good. Sunday yep. was mine. Ooh. Interesting. Sunday I had seventy-eight check-ins. Saturday I had eighty-six. Monday fourteen. 
you know, not too much raging alcoholism on hmm. that on that number. Yeah, kind of shocking actually that Monday, I only had twenty three out of my five hundred fifty six check ins. Nice. You're like, I guess I just mm. don't drink on Mondays. Mondays. Mm. Lasagna. Mondays are for lasagna. <laughs> and then or, they have a nice little section about, you know, your drinking buddies. If you tag people on Untapped, mm-hmm. this list here is no surprise. Uh, Jen's my top drinking buddy. We had 436 Woo! check-ins. Or, or 436 where I tagged Dang. her. So 436 of my 556 she was tagged in. And then, Joe, you're number two at 118. Mm. Also shocking. And then LC, you're at 50. I tagged you even though you probably weren't drinking most of those with me. <laughs> I had LC as number one at 167. She must have just been present with you me. You just were around. Wow. Nick, I had 129. Okay, I was so close. I apparently drank uh, 11 more beers with you than you drank with me. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh, I think you also tagged me in some of the uh, admin beers. Oh, yeah. Maybe, yeah. I should have done that too, but. I also, like, one one day randomly tagged you in a beer just out of habit, tapping the just thing. <laughs> You're here. You were here in, in spirit. spirit. Jen was number three for me at 57. All right. Jen was number three for me. Jen, your top three all around. Number three. Uh, Tyler and Meredith are friends. Me too. Uh, Meredith was ahead of Tyler. Three, four, and five. Joe, you were my number one. All right. At 30. <laughs> yeah. Majority Nick, of your check-ins. Number two at six. <laughs> the six. other six. <laughs> Jen right behind with four. With oh, four. gosh. That's funny. Do you even have a top five? <laughs> I have top four, apparently. Okay. Oh, geez. What Do you even have five friends? Michelle and I had two together. Oh, wow. What were your uh, top badges? Uh, verified Adventure, level 69. Ooh, I believe in nice. IPA. Which one? Verified? 62. Verified Brewery Adventure. Brewery Pioneer. Huh. Riding Steady and Pucker Up. Oh, interesting. I had Riding Steady at 95. Apparently, I went for moderate IB, I, ABV beers mm. this year. Uh, Brewery Pioneer at 90. For the Can, 82. Taster, please, 72. And Hopped Down at 65. I had three be- or three badges that were at 100. <laughs> so I had Brewery Pioneer, Hopped Down, For the Can, were all max at level 100. And then Haze for Days, level 71. Mm-hmm. And then Cerveza Matador at Level 12. So that one's probably going to keep going up. I've been enjoying cervezas and pilsners and such. Yeah. So, but uh, <laughs> also max out untapped at home. I think since COVID, like, people are using that badge all the time now. It wasn't even a thing really before Yeah. the pandemic and people were forced to drink more at home. Yeah. I love how, like, the, the language, though, didn't change uh, from the app, like, depending if you're positive or negative. Because, like, you earned 187 badges in 2023, exclamation point. That's 160 less than uh, last year, exclamation. <laughs> That's less than last year. Yeah. Maybe they're encouraging you, like, hey, you've cut down on your drinking. <laughs> yeah. We top styles. Or how many styles did you have? 23. 23. That probably went down. I'm taking yeah sit by sixty five. Oh wow! I went down thirty, and I'm down to eighty four. I went down twenty four styles at, at one eighteen this year, and my most checked in style was the American IPA, and also the most Mine popular well. style. So yeah, we're contributing to that thirty one million. The trends, trendy boys. How many different, uh, unique? Or sorry, that's redundant. How many unique breweries did you drink from this year? 126. That's 52 less than last year. Last year. <laughs> 18. 
<laughs> but honestly, because 18, you had like 37. So two so, beers from yeah. each brewery. That's yeah. 103 less than last year. Oh, wow. That's a, lot, that's a lot less. I had 245, which is 56 less than last year. And my top breweries were Local Oak at 37 check-ins. Mm. I've got to get back there because I haven't missed a Local Oak new release in like over two years. I now, definitely I must have missed some because I had 27 at Local Oak this Ooh. year. 11 at Hopfly, 10 yeah. at Casita, 10 at Pitt Street, and 8 at Naughty Dog. All local game. Yep. I also had Hopfly in my top. What's my number two? It was at 16. The New Anthem, I had 16. Sierra Nevada had 15. That largely was contributed by the visit to Sierra yeah. Nevada because they gave us so many like tasters and stuff. And then Pitt Street was number five with 14 check-ins. I don't know. How's your stats look for that? I had uh, nine at Crooked Hammock Brewery. Oh, wow. We got a flight when I did oh. have my license. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, six at Look Look, two at Hot Fly, two at Tidal Creek Brew House, and then two at Naughty Dog. Nice. No, and, then, and then the final thing is location. So I had 39 unique venues, 50 less than last year. Uh, number one, Jack Brown's, 22 visits. Hmm. I don't remember going to Jack Brown's 22 times. But uh, unless that's just check-ins. Mm-hmm. Well, no, it can't be it because be Local Oak, I had 21 visits. Different days, yeah. Yeah. Jarvis Street Bottle Shop, 14 tapped, 11, Pitt Street, 9. Mine are uneventful with Crooked Hammock Brewery. Uh, <laughs> Local Oak, Edit Beer Co., Naughty Dog, and Tapped. I had 93 unique venues this year, which I don't... I just looked to see what they all are because I don't think there can be that many, but... Uh, number one was Jack Brown's for me as well with 92 visits. Also seems high. <laughs> uh, Local Oak, 37 visits. And then Jarvis Street, 24, tapped with 15, and Emporium with 11. And that's game over. Game over. For this year's game year in beer. Over. Yeah, so that was our year in, in review. Pretty, uh, you know, surprising how much we went down, but not surprising at the same time considering a baby was had. Uh you know, also we just slowed down a little bit this year. So curious to see what next year's stats will bring in. Uh, and, you know, if you if you did your review and you found some similarities or anything crazy you want to point out, just feel free to reach out to us and hit us up. But right now, it's everybody's favorite podcast segment, Elsie's Pick of the Week. Elsie's final Elsie's. pick of the week for 2023. Yep. Elsie's. Oh, does this make it your pick of the year? Or you you think that beer's no? Not good. That's a lot of pressure. <laughs> Ooh, I didn't plan that far in advance. All right, it's assume like... the positions. I still get nervous, like that I'm far away from my mic or I'm not close mm-hmm. enough to yeah grab my glass from LC when she's done pouring. Nick, why are you on your hands and knees? <laughs> it's not the positions you wanted to, to assume. I'm doing child's pose. Child's Yoga, okay. <laughs> Yogurt. All right, we got a hoppy little boy. Feeling Ooh, like a little stone fruit very. coming off there. Yes. I only have one working nostril right now, so I'm really trying to suck it in. <laughs> Gotta love having a baby in daycare. All the sickness. Yeah, I'm getting some of that stone fruit as well. A little bit of like a... A grassy kind of vegetal hop in there as well. Oh, interesting taste. 
kind of like a perfumey floral kind of a vibe going on there. Oh, it is. It is like perfumey. Hmm. Oh, and I just listened to... Did you try it, I'll see. Mm-hmm. I just listened to a video recently where somebody was chalking up like a perfumey hop. Or no, it was a... We were doing a brewery tour and they were talking about like a perfumey hop and what that equated to as far as like what hop variety. I wish I could remember. Be a great way to wrap up. It's so interesting. LC like, pick. This flavor is like, huh? It's like sweet. It's almost like strawberry rhubarb. Like I don't know. It's hitting me weird. But it's like a hazy stone fruit sweetness. I think it's. I think it's New England IPA. Mm-hmm. I think I'm getting some like pineapple as well. Like Maybe a crushed that's pineapple. That's throwing me off here. Where it's like, because pineapple, you know, sometimes, especially if you eat a ton of it, it's like super acidic in the form of like just wrecking your tongue and your palate. Yeah. From all that pineapple juice. It's almost like an herbal kind of a hit, like minty or. It's so, f- it's, it's weird to say it's like fragrant when you take a drink. It, like, like the yeah. retro nasal, you're like, oh my gosh, it's like so fragrant. It's almost like I'm taking a crisp look. tart apple oh. mixed with peaches and like throw me for a loop here. I took a look. Uh, I won't say anything until you look, but oh yeah, it's hazy. But like I get, I'm getting some of the uh, suspended particles there. Yeah, the yours bottom. is more hazy than mine. She must have poured yours second because mine is like pale yeah. and light. Pale Could be some light. some yeast left over, a little yeast cake or uh, all the chunky boys. Maybe we got some additional flavors. Is this expired? <laughs> uh, it shouldn't be. Shouldn't be. Okay. You know what's really weird? Bear with me here. It almost reminds me, and it's. I think it's only through the retro nasal olfaction. It's almost like Mountain Dew. <laughs> kind of, yeah. yeah. It's like, kinda, yeah. like yeah. that. Uh, that's what I'm like trying to pick lemon up lime, but that. it's like artificial. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It like hits. It's when citrusy. You out your nose, like slaps you. Maybe that's like the rhubarb kind of a kick. I was feeling. I don't know. All right, I'm saying uh, New England IPA, but just so interesting. I meant to say uh, New England IPA. I don't know if it's going to talk about the flavor profile or if it just mentions the hops. But if it mentions flavor, yeah, I would say some. What if it says lots hops? Of, lots of citrus. Well, I'd, I'd say citra hop would be one of them. Okay. Uh, mm. Maybe some. Maybe like a. Idaho 7. Simcoe? New Zealand. <laughs> so, this is actually the Lemonade IPA from Lemonade. Hotfly. So, it does, it is brewed with Citra, Rowaka, and Lemon. Rowaka. Um, so, the hops were Citra and Rowaka. Um, it's 6.5%. And it's a Lemonade IPA. Lem- that's the weird floral-like yeah. thing we were getting. It's literally I think, just. I smell it more on the oh, nose. Snap. Guess what Rowaka are? New Zealand hops. Oh, Boom. Are they? Okay, <laughs> Boom. good. Good. 
I just, Good job, guys. just realized that after you said that. I was like, yeah, we got New Zealand's. We got Citra in New Zealand. So All the right. so apparently I learned that to me, Mountain Dew and lemonade have very similar flavors. Yeah. Which they kind of do. But now that you say lemonade, like you can smell lemonade when you hear mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Power of Suggestion. But what are you doing? I don't know where the rhubarb came. I haven't had strawberry rhubarb flavor in forever, but for some reason it must have been like citrusy kind of a deal. But very interesting pick. Nice choice, LC. You're welcome. Like it. Good way to wrap out twenty twenty three. Well, if you've enjoyed listening to us for since we started and whenever year we did, now episode number 70. <laughs> One. 71. One. Uh, 71. <laughs> Gosh, I don't even know. Uh, then make sure you give us a big fat rating on your favorite podcast platform. I've heard some other podcasters say uh, Apple Podcasts is really the only one that matters for ratings because all the other rating systems kind of follow their guidelines. So if you want to rate us. You know, leave an honest review, write a little stuff. If you write something on there, we might shout you out on the next podcast. Uh, you can always reach out to us on Instagram at East Carolina Beer. You can hit us up at our Gmail if you want to send us some beer or just reach out and chat with us and maybe be featured on the show. East Carolina Beer at gmail.com. We're on Facebook, East Carolina Beer and Brewing. Uh, we don't do the Twitter X game much anymore because it got really kind of weird. <laughs> We're on threads at the same as our Instagram. But, uh, yeah, that wraps us up for episode number 71, and we will see you in 2024. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.